1: And welcome back in our number two of the program here on Tuesday morning. And uh, 508-996-0500, that is the number to call in and share what is on your mind. And I did ask in the last hour, if you win $1.55 billion, what are you buying me? No, I mean, what are you really going to do with the money? And I think most people look at it and they say, well, I'd I'd probably take the, the annual payout over the annuity. Some people look at it and say, no, no, I want all that money at once. I mean, if you get $757 million handed to you tomorrow, you're giving up about half of that in taxes. Do you think you could live comfortably on what, 37, 375 million? Yeah, it's about right, right? 375 million dollars. Could you, could you do okay with that? I'm pretty sure you could. But what would you do with it? I, I would do the dumbest thing first. I would do something that people would say to me, really, that's what you're going to do? All right, I mean, first of all, maybe maybe I'd go house shopping first. But the one thing that I would buy myself that people would just shake their head and laugh at is I would find myself the best 1980s F-body style Pontiac Trans Am that I can find. I found one yesterday that... I just was I just happened to see it on Facebook Marketplace or something and I fell in love with it instantly. But it was like I think it was like $8,000. It only has 35,000 miles on it. And it was beautiful. It looked like it was in great shape. Had the T-tops, had the bird on the hood. And I said to myself, well, you know, you recently paid off your car, but nobody's going to give me a car loan for a 1987 or whatever year it was Trans Am but that's what I would buy I know dumb of all the things right but that's that's what I would do and in fact I would buy a black one if you know I had my druthers Give myself a nice Knight Rider kit car By the way, uh, very quickly, I had mentioned this and never brought it back to your attention. Uh, In that New Bedford Light article on South Coast Rail, the MBT estimated in 2017 that 740 people would board the train in New Bedford each day, which was already considered to be a relatively low low number for an expansion like this, it says. But that number is going to be even less today because of working remotely in the post-pandemic world, So that's six years ago. MBTA ridership was up far more than it is now. It's only at about 80% of pre-pandemic levels. Part of that is working from home. Part of that is the ineptitude of the MBTA, I'm sure. Uh, But I just want to make sure I gave you that information. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM.
2: Yeah, good morning, Tim. How you doing? All right. You know, you might want to follow the New England cable news story regarding this immigration problem. Uh, Maury Healy is supposed to make an announcement today at 1030. And uh, uh, hospitals, shelters, nonprofits they're all coming forward and saying we've reached a crisis point. They can't handle anymore. It's so bad that uh, this, uh, these migrants are sleeping at Logan Airport. And uh, the shelters are overrun. And uh, Logan Airport and Uh, emergency room hospital, waiting rooms, uh, they're sleeping on the floors. You know what uh, Liz Warren's solution is? What's that? Uh, A quick soundbite she made on New England Cable News channel. Uh, She said, well, the federal government's got to do a better job issuing work permits because it's taking too long.
1: Well, I mean, I'm sure sure that would be a true statement but it's not going to solve this issue.
2: No. And uh so hospitals, shelters, nonprofits are all coming forward uh and saying uh they need more help, they need more money. So uh they want them to the the governor Maura healy to uh, she, they declare a state of emergency so she can get more federal funding from uh the government. Guess what? The government's broke and uh our uh, credit rating, uh, uh, United States credit rating, has been downgraded to double A plus. So uh, all this money—the thing is—they don't belong here from uh, from the beginning anyway.
1: Why don't they belong here?
2: Because they they, they didn't go through the proper channels of uh, following an immigration law.
1: Some of them are here under refugee status.
2: The refugee status, but they're all uh, anyone that wants to come over to fast track is refugee status, and according to a congressional hearing, uh, these, they're not scrutinized, these forms are not scrutinized to see if they are who they say they are, and the reason why uh, they're they're fleeing to see if they're telling the truth, if they're lying, just to to get at the front of the line.
1: I mean, if you look at the the folks that are from Haiti, do you think that the Haitian families are not coming here under refugee status?
2: Are they coming here under the, the guidelines of the law, where they're invited to come over?
1: No, if you can you can apply for refugee status and be granted refugee status.
2: You know how much it's costing in New York City? How much uh, they spent so far to you know take what? care I don't, of the illegal I, I, problem? I don't care no, what it's costing New York
1: a, City. I'm, I'm not talking a, about New York City.
2: Well, it's going to happen here in the city of New Bedford. I'm going to make a connection here. In, this, in the city of New York, it's cost them $4 billion to take care of illegals. And you think it's going to cost $4 billion dollars in New social Bedford? Programs. And you know how many of... You know how many uh, have gone, illegals have gone to New York City? Over 95,000. Yeah. The city of New Bedford's got 12 to 15,000 already. 500,000's already come into the Commonwealth of Massachusetts.
1: Where are, you, where are you getting that number from?
2: I got that from a Cape Cod station. They, they, the Cape Cod
1: station gave you the number of how many illegal immigrants are radio, in New Bedford? On their,
2: I heard on, the, their radio, on their news radio station. They told you how um, many this, are in New this, Bedford? This, this, I've heard it on your radio station that it's 10,000 to 12,000 in who, New Bedford. Who, who told and you then that? The number is, I've heard, it, I've heard it on your radio station.
1: Well, find me Has where it was said? Just,
2: There was a discussion on your radio station. I think it might have even been with Ken Pittman.
1: Well, I'm going to reserve judgment on that until I hear it.
2: Uh, well, you can go through all the recordings, probably at the beginning of the year or whatever, but I did hear it on your station. But the problem is is uh, hospitals are saying they're overrun. Shelters are saying they're overcapacity. Logan Airport saying they have all these people sleeping on uh, at the airport. The hospitals are saying we got all of these uh, uh, these illegals sleeping on emergency first of room. Of all, first because of, all, they don't first, have first room of all,
1: you're not going to in, call into this show and refer to people as illegals. That's, uh, what, people what aren't illegal. You,
2: what, do you, what, do you, what do you call them then?
1: You can say illegal immigrants. But you're not going to call them illegals.
2: Well, they're here illegally.
1: So then they're illegal immigrants. not politically correct. They're not illegals. We don't refer to people by labels like that.
2: You don't refer by labels like that? Yeah. Well, if you're here illegally, then it's illegal.
1: Then you're an illegal immigrant. You're not an illegal person.
2: An illegal refugee. Not an illegal person. they're They're not an immigrant.
1: What you're saying is ignorant.
2: Oh yeah, I'm ignorant. Well, that's no, okay. what you're saying is ignorant. I've been called worse. No, that's what you're right. saying is, from is ignorant. You, it's all right. I can take him, a big boy. I can put my pants on.
1: All <sighs> okay. Right, then. All right. Well, there's your doom and gloom prediction to for today. For,
2: you can continue to pay for all the programs, and you can continue
1: to complain chat. about okay, everything. You, Jimmy, have a good day. Try to find a nice thing in the world today. We don't refer to people by labels here. You want to call them illegal immigrants, people here with illegal status, that's fine. But we don't call people illegals. We don't call people by labels here. If you want to do that, call a different show. It's not happening on this show. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. Uh, As usual, Jimmy did a great job of talking about something that was not what we were talking about this morning because... This is just his radio station to call in with whatever his agenda is for the day. Tomorrow it'll probably be complaining about the nonprofits in the city. So today he's upset because all the nonprofits are overrun with illegal immigrants and he feels bad for them. But tomorrow he'll talk about how they don't pay taxes and they're a drain on the city. He's the most negative person that calls into this station. If that's what you want to hear to start your morning off right, then... I, I I feel sorry for you that you want to start your day off with the doom and gloom, end of the world scenario that he presents every single day. Also, Jimmy, I want to just find out what, you know, what what programs are you on? What help, what assistance are you getting? Since you always seem to be so against everybody else getting any. Gonna guess that there's there's something. Right? There's 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 some sort of social program that I'm sure has helped you at some point in your life. But it's not okay for everybody else to need a hand. 508 996 500 If you want to call in and chime in. Let me get back to what I was talking about. Maybe, you know what? Maybe maybe I will win the one point five five billion dollars. And, and, and what I'll do is I will welcome in illegal immigrant families into my home. I will build a, 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 a huge home and have more illegal immigrants come and live there just, you know, just to make Jimmy happy. 508-996-0500. Going back to what I said that I was going to bring up in this hour, and I said I was going to talk about Gas. And it's not gas prices, which as you heard in the news, excuse me, I said they're up, I think it says up another six cents today. And we got into it a little bit yesterday too, by the way, the reasons why. As we talked about, it is because production is down. It is because prices are up, right? So oil prices, crude oil prices mean you're going to pay more at the pump. Part of the reason why those prices are up is because production is down. But what I found fascinating was part of the reason that production was down was because of the heat wave that we've had. I didn't realize that you can only produce oil, you know, produce gas from oil within a certain temperature range. It makes sense. It makes total sense scientifically. I just never thought about it that way before. And the more I thought about it, I was like, but wait a minute. The places in the Middle East where they do this a lot hotter... Than wh- what it is here? Isn't the temperature typically in those warmer ranges, you know, in, in desert countries? What are they doing over there that, that affects American and North American production of oil? Well, what can, what can we adapt for the heat technology? But anyway, uh, we talked about the factors as to why. And that's not what I want to discuss here. I want to discuss, and maybe you know the answer to this question because I haven't found it. Yeah, you, you, you know what? I'll save the story because we got a call here. I'll save the story and I'm going to tell you about what I saw last night that had me scratching my head and I thought was a ridiculous situation that might not have actually been so ridiculous. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM.
3: Morning, Tim. Good morning. That's the word's right out of my mouth. I swear to God, I was sitting here thinking what am I going to say about that money? <laughs> You said exactly what I was going to say, anyway, about—I was I was thinking of building more shelters for everybody, not just people that live here. But, like, for the immigrants, you know, the immigrants that are coming over here, too, because I have nothing against that. And I mean, we go everywhere, right?
1: Yeah, I mean— Listen, I've been somebody who has been homeless on multiple occasions. I I have a lot of sympathy for people that are in that situation, no matter what puts them in that situation. So nobody wants to see anybody sleeping on the floor somewhere.
3: Right. I've got a couple of relatives that are, that's how they choose to live. But anyway, um, yeah, but I mean, even the ones that are coming over here, for them too, you know, people need a place to live. I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's what I would do. And take care of my family and different things like that. I mean, I would just never, ever be able to spend all that money. But, um, well, maybe if I went shopping, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I but, think if you tried to spend all
1: that money, uh, you know, w- w- just tried to spend it. I'm not talking about, you know, um, uh, badly investing it or anything like that. I don't I mean, think you could ever spend as much money as you'd be getting.
3: No, I don't think so. Well, I, I would try. But, uh <laughs> I'd love to show up. But anyway,
1: all right, Tim. All right, you have a great day and good good bye. luck if you buy a ticket. Yeah, thank you. Bye. All right, 508 996 0500. So here's the story very quickly of what happened last night. So I'm waiting for, well, I, so I'm outside a gas station while it closes, sitting in the parking lot, waiting to meet somebody. I know. I know what you're thinking, but it wasn't that. I, <laughs> who waits in a parking lot when it's closed for somebody to show up in another car? No, I was waiting to pick up a delivery of newspapers uh, to bring to Plymouth. So as I'm sitting there and I'm waiting, I'm parked kind of uh, off to the side of this of this gas station. And I watched the employee. I actually got gas first when I got there and then pulled off to the side and waited and I watched as the clerk shut everything down and closed it all down. It's 11 o'clock last night. And the pumps are, the, the uh, lights are off over the pumps. All the lights are off in the building. A guy pulls up in an SUV, pulls up to one of the pumps. Now, at this point, it's been dark for about 20 minutes or so. The, the, the clerk is still inside the store because she's still shutting everything down. but uh, And I know because her car is parked right in front of the store. And so, by the way, I'm not a creep. I have I go to this place all the time to do this. So, like, they know who I am. They know the person that I was there for, all that stuff. So, she's still inside doing all the, the closing up work. This SUV pulls up to the gas pump. The guy gets out, starts trying to pump gas, and is, like, kind of upset that, nothing's coming out and then he gets back into his car and he goes and he pulls over around to another pump and gets out and does the same thing and i'm just thinking to myself what a dope does this guy not realize that the gas station is closed also there's like two open gas stations a little bit down the road that are 24 hours why doesn't he just go to one of those And he's frustrated, and then he gets in his car, and he pulls away. And so I put something on Facebook about, I can't believe this guy pulled into the gas station. And I'm getting all these messages about, oh, you can still pump gas if you're using a a credit card, even if the station is closed. What? What? And some people are saying, you know, I don't know if it's true where you live, because obviously I have people on my social media from all over. I don't know if it's true where you live, but, you know, in our state, that's legal. They, they leave the gas pumps on. It's up to the discretion of the, of the gas station owner if they want to leave the pumps on. But you can pull up to a pump and, and pump gas, even if the gas station is closed. And I just, I don't know if this is true here, but if it is, this is a game changer for me. You know how many times I've driven around looking for a gas station in the middle of the night to fi- try to find one that's open? Running on fumes as I pull up to it. So I'm asking you, is this true? <laughs> I looked online. I couldn't find anything. So I want to know, is this true? Can you pump gas in Massachusetts after the pumps have been, after the gas station is closed? Because who's going to approve it? And secondly, why would you, isn't it dangerous to leave the gas pumps on? Anyway, 508 996 0500. Caller, I got to take a, a, a break here, um, but we will be back in just a few moments. Stay tuned. And time to go right into the
4: newsroom with Adam Bass. There's concern in Washington after 11 Russian and Chinese warships carried out an operation near Alaska's Aleutian Islands. The Navy in response sent destroyers to shadow the fleet before it left the area without entering U.S. territory. President Biden is in Arizona as part of a western swing through three states. He's expected to speak today about climate and conservation issues. That will reportedly include the possibility of designating more than one million acres around the Grand Canyon as a new national monument to continue protecting the area from uranium mining. The Obama, administration, the Obama administration placed a temporary ban on uranium mining in the area in 2012, but turning it into a national monument would make the ban permanent. Biden is also set to visit New Mexico and Utah this week. A Liberty University football player has died. Sarah Bartlett has the story.
1: Taj Boyd was 19 years old. He was an offensive lineman for the Flames. Liberty's athletic department released a statement confirming his death, saying that Taj will be missed dearly. They added he'll always be remembered as a Flame. Boyd was a three-star recruit out of Oscar Smith High School in Chesapeake. His cause of death hasn't been released. I'm Sarah Bartlett.
4: New Jersey Transit Locomotive Engineers are voting this month on whether to go on strike because they've received no pay raises since 2019. New Jersey Transit and the Locomotive Engineers Union have been in mediation with the National Mediation Board. The union contends that, except for one other transit agency, New Jersey has the lowest-paid commuter rail engineers in the nation. Union officials are critical of the agency's decision to spend more than $440 million on new office space while pay raises for engineers are set aside. Pope Francis says the Catholic Church is open to everyone, including the gay community. Brian Shook has more. He made his comments during a press conference on the papal plane. He later added the church still has rules after a reporter reminded him women are not allowed to become priests and the Catholic Church cannot bless same-sex marriages. The Pope also said his health was good following surgery for an abdominal hernia. I'm Brian Shook. Consumer credit was up in June, bolstered by larger car loans even while Americans cut back on credit card spending. According to the latest data from the Federal Reserve, total credit rose by nearly $18 billion, putting the amount of consumer credit at just under $5 trillion. That exceeded economics predictions of a $13 billion increase. And people can't get enough of Barbie, and now you can fill in your San Diego this weekend. Bree Tennis has more.
1: The Barbie Truck Dreamhouse Living Tour will stop at the Westfield UTC Mall Saturday. Celebrating all things Barbie, from graphic tees and hoodies to blankets and home goods. Organizers say merchandise ranges from $12 to 75 and any purchase over 40 will include a free Barbie gift. The truck will be parked between the store's perch and room and board. You can get your Barbie on from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. I'm Bree Tennis, NBC News Radio.
4: In sports, thanks to a walk-off Grand Slam, the four-game losing streak of the Boston Red Sox has been snapped. Pablo Reyes homered the bottom of the ninth inning as the Red Sox beat the Kansas City Royals 6-2 at Fenway Park last night. The two teams will go head-to-head again tonight at seven ten p.m., same place, Fenway Park. And now, here's your ABC6 local weather forecast
1: we have a heavy weather day in store for us. Keep your eye to the sky. We have a flood watch that's in effect till midnight tonight. We also have multiple rounds of heavy thunderstorms moving through the area. That second round will be kicking off in the afternoon. We'll be reaching a high of 80 degrees. Overnight tonight, humid with scattered rain, low of 66, and tomorrow partly sunny, not as humid. Gusty winds tomorrow, high of 85. From the ABC6 Weather
4: Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. And it is currently 74 degrees right now. Now in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app.
0: No time to sit around and wait on the phone while you're getting up and getting ready? Send Tim a text using AppChat on the WBSM app. Now, back to the Tim Weisberg
1: Show. And I'm gonna go right back to the phones because we have somebody patiently waiting. Good morning, you are next on WBSM.
5: Mr. Weisberg, yes. do I get the same courtesy as everybody else who calls in for the first time a second time?
1: I mean, I don't call. I don't I don't let people call a second time, but well, sure. I
5: do. Well, will you allow me? Sure. Okay. That man that called in, you called him ignorant.
1: No, I said that's an ignorant word to use.
5: Well, it's the same thing. Now, listen. No, it's not. If a, if a foreigner comes here from a foreign country and they enter illegally, they are an illegal alien. How can you not understand that?
1: Yeah, and I said you can use that term. You're not going to call them illegals.
5: So you're okay with us calling them an illegal alien but not illegal? I mean,
1: technically, illegal is you know it's a violation of U.S. No, code, you can't explain but that whatever, to me,
5: Mr. Whiteberg. I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. Yes, they, they you are can illegal. Re- Can't you say that? that? Why does it hurt you? Why you can say that why? they
1: are an illegal immigrant. You're not going to call them illegals. They're it's
5: not like, a legal immigrant if they're coming this way. What else are you going to call them? Really? your head is you're, broken. i told no, you that
1: before i think you're missing my point of what i'm saying here
5: no i hear you clearly it's like it, let me give you, you let me to give that me, that you man. i'm sorry well i don't doesn't you know, you bo- I, I don't really
1: care you, what you think about how i talk to him. You,
5: okay i know you don't care but, Listen, you make no, me want to no, hit hold, you in the eye well
1: okay first of all threatening violence is going to get you banned from the radio station
5: yeah i know secondly and i won't die
1: let me give you a different example as what i'm talking about so you can kind of understand where i'm coming from with this like, for example, if you wanted to talk about gay people, if you wanted to reference gay people in a conversation on these airwaves, you would say, you know, gay people or the gay community. You would not say the gays. If you say the gays, you are using a term that is not proper to use. And so saying the illegals is not a proper term to use.
5: I'm sorry. I disagree with you. And and you were very rude to that man who comes in every day. And you know something? Bill you want to talk about somebody being rude at least he apologized you need to apologize for that man no you you do you really do no. there's nothing wrong with an american person who was born here living here legally let me ask you a question let me ask you a question mary hold on
1: quiet down for a second and let me ask you a question are you going to ask barry to apologize to every caller he yells at
5: if I heard him say something, that are you going to ask? Wrong, are you going to ask
1: Jessica to to
5: apologize to Is when, he when I heard her call something? every Democrat a moron? Yes, are would. you going to ask her because to apologize for that? Who I am, I can't change who I am. If those people, Jessica Barry, anybody, if they're going to say something to another person, and I don't like it, I'm going to say something.
1: Are you I'm going to apologize gonna say, for yelling at me? Why
5: are you defending the illegals, the illegal aliens? That's Why not, are you defending them? That's
1: not what I was doing. Did I defend them? I just said we're not going to use that terminology.
5: This. You're defending them all the time. All the time, Mr. Weisberg. I don't understand that. Are you a, a legally born American citizen? Are you? Would it matter? Because if you're not, you're, I mean, if you're sounding like a tyrant, That man calls in every day, and I want to hear what he has to say. Without you calling ignorant and all that other stuff.
1: Well, get his phone number, and you can talk to him yourself.
5: Oh, stop it now. Thank you for letting me talk a second time. I hope it didn't kill you. You came really
1: close to never being able to talk again.
5: Ah, yeah, my threats don't mean nothing. I've never been violent. I get mad I say things that I don't mean. Well, you're not not going to do it on the radio. I would love to hit you in the eye, but I'm not going to do it.
1: I'd love to hang up on you, and I'm going to do it. 508-996-0500. Callers, please don't call in and threaten violence. This is just, it's just a talk radio show. The rest of your day is going to be perfectly fine. Because I disagreed with another caller who wasn't even you. Don't let it affect your life. It's fine. Jimmy will call tomorrow. We'll have another conversation. We do it all the time. We've argued before. He knows that I like him. He knows that I respect him. I just didn't approve of the language that he was using. And he got upset when I called him out on it. That's what happened. 508-996-0500. Good morning. Oh, hold on. Let me hit that button. There you go. You're next on WBSM.
6: Good morning. It's my t- uh, turn to uh, get brownie points because your girlfriend, <laughs> you just had a public spat and it was very public. You hung up on her. You're terrible. Um, why can't we just call them people who are seeking um, admittance to the uh, United States of America? Why do we have to call them people illegal aliens as if they come from another planet. I'm not a bleeding heart liberal, although it might sound like it. I'm not. I really think that, you know, people should get sponsors like the way they did years ago, mm-hmm. the way my grandparents came to this country. But the people who are seeking refuge here, I understand that that's a special um, situation. And like we're all human beings we're all, and language does matter. Language matters. When you call someone names, ugly names, they're going to, on some level, absorb that into their being.
1: Right, and we're, Unless- we're, we're taking a, an adjective and, and turning it into a noun, and that's that's what I'm trying to avoid here is is, is utilizing a, a label when it's unnecessary to use that label. I mean, I don't use the term alien anyway, myself anyway, because, you know, in my business, like the stuff that I do, I talk about a different kind of alien. So I've always yeah, used, you know, you know the real ali- aliens. yeah, I've always used illegal <laughs> immigrant just because if Tim Weisberg says aliens, people think it's a different conversation that I'm trying to have. So I, um, I, you know, I, I, whatever people want to use, you're going to refer to the people as people in some way. They're not going to be just the descriptor that you're creating for them. And that goes for anything. I would, if people called up and said, you know, uh, I can't even think of an example on the other side of it. But if, if there was some sort of, you know, label that was being given, I would say that's not, that's, that's not fair to put people under that umbrella and to, to take away the humanity of who they are.
6: All right. Lang- language hurts. And I know that, you know, when we were kids, it, they said sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's not correct in my opinion. I think that words can hurt, hurt you. And it's called um, emotional or verbal abuse. Mm -hmm. And some people have to suffer that. But um, I would rather have us all get angry about uh, people who have huge expense accounts and we're paying for their lunches and we're paying for their parties. That's what I think is like could be cut out. And I realize that people are going to call and say that's part of the job and if I want to run for senator, I should run for senator. But I don't want to run. That's my fault. But I think expense accounts, I think that... frivolous grants, and I mean frivolous, not like a grant to restore the Zyterian or the Orpheum. Those are like, I think, well-deserved, but I don't know why people get so hot under the collar um, about these the people who are coming to this country, and I realize it's, you know, maybe a drain on our economy. You know, I don't know all that. I'm not as smart as some other people, but you just call them people. Well, and, you know, there, but for the grace of God, go I. The problem you know?
1: is, is when, when, when you're upset about how things are going and you need a villain to blame, there's a certain, you know, portion of this country that is serving up immigrants as that villain that, that's, that's pointing to them and saying, this is why you don't have the life that you want to have, because they're coming in here and taking it away from you. And that's not the case at all. They just want to come and have the same opportunity that you have to be able to have that life. Because you didn't get to it doesn't mean that it's their fault.
6: Right. And I'm sure that there are people who are coming in who, you know, are unsavory. Um, Just like there's an unsavory portion of the people who are born in this country. You have drug dealers. Not all the drug dealers in this country were born in other countries. You know, I don't know statistics, but I would say that would be my guess. Yeah. So you do have unsavory characters. You might have like a rapist, you know, coming in, but. By and large, they're people who are suffering in other parts of the world who are looking to better their lives and the lives of their children. And, you know, all I can think about is the United States and how the GIs liberated the concentration camps and the look on the people's faces when they saw those GIs. And like that was like America at one of its finest hours because we were compassionate. That might not have been our people imprisoned, but we were doing the right thing. Right. This. And I think
1: that, yeah. This. This is not a moment of compassion, unfortunately, in our in our history.
6: No, it's not. No, not okay. enough
1: compassion, I'll say. Right.
6: I'll get off my
1: soapbox. All right. Well, thank you for the call. Okay. Bye bye. You have a good day. I'm going to squeeze in one more because we have a, a bunch that came in, but I do have to take a break in a moment. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey Tim. How you doing?
0: Pretty good. <clears throat> Listen. I, I, you know I believe in. You believe in the law, um, in law and order. I, I'm just trying to get where people are coming from with when someone. Uh, first of all, I don't like the word alien either, but they are illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. They came over illegally. Well, first of all,
1: n- not not all of them are. Some of them have actually applied through the asylum process. But yeah, you're right. There are some who are.
0: And they're, and they're coming over in droves, and I just don't know how people can like just be okay with, like, not having a border and just allowing people to, you know, come in through deserts. The cartels are the ones that are getting them through. Everybody knows this, and it's like, it seems like it's one party versus another party here. It's like, if you, you know, the Biden party and the Biden followers, apparently the first thing they wanted to do was to stop building the wall. They just want, for some reason all these illegal immigrants coming in now may it may not affect you because they're definitely not going to take your job him because they're not going to come on the radio and do your job but they do they do fight in they do get into the construction industry and they're good no one's saying they're not talented they're not good workers they are but they came here illegally and that's you know, my mom came from another country, and she had to go through the process, and millions of other people had to. And it just seems like, you know, the laws only apply if you like them. No one does 65 on the highway, right? That well, law stinks. But,
1: but also, does 80. that process so, that your mom came here through isn't working. It's broken. It's outdated. It's flawed. It, it ne- works.
0: You, can, you can't just it. But it doesn't work game. anymore.
1: needs It needs to be, needs to be overhauled.
0: Why does it? Why? Why she? She went through the whole process of becoming an American citizen because legally. because what?
1: it was a different time then. They didn't have the influx of people trying to come here that they did. Uh,
0: they may have, but they weren't allowed to come in.
1: No, the process wasn't as bogged down as it is now. The process now is too bogged down, and it needs to be fixed. How, I mean, how's
0: it bogged down? <laughs> who's, who, what are you talking about? Well, you, I don't, well, you, what you, what, you what do you what, you what do you know
1: in? about the about the immigration process right now?
0: Well, I grew up with the immigration process. With my mom becoming, yeah. When, when was
1: that? That it's, was actually not that long ago. It's not the same as it was then. It's not the same. No, now well, that the, there's, there's, there's now there's now that when all the illegals. How long did your mom? This? How long did it take your mom um, well, to I get don't here? We're
0: not talking about my mom. We're not talking about my mom. Well, okay, all right. Let's give it. Let's give it
1: a generality. Generality. How let's, long did it take in that time period for people to be able to come here?
0: How, wh- why, why would you expect me to know all this information? Well, you I'm called up as the expert about immigration.
1: Mean, let's just talk about law and order. That's
0: you, what that's you,
1: you're, the, you're the one that called up thinking that you knew all the answers of how it should be. I don't know all the answers. I'm just saying, do we believe in law and order? Should we allow people to just, just come
0: in, overwork down you know, the medical systems affected by it, the school systems are affected by it? The roads, you get into an accident with someone that's not a legal immigrant, you're going to have problems. You have problems even if you have no, an No, we, we approve them to be you able know? to get
1: driver's licenses. And now that, they have and to now get they insurance.
0: Dry- it's like saying, I know you're a lawbreaker, but here you can have a license. And It's, it's really messed up, and I don't think it's going to stay like this long, Tim. I think that people are really going to get you know, fed up. And then you can tell that people, the majority of the people just think it's nuts.
1: I think it's nuts. I
0: don't, I don't, I, don't know, I don't. think
1: a majority of the people think it's nuts. I think a small portion of the people do, but they're the loudest.
0: No. Most people don't say nothing. They just go to work every day, man. And they well, just, then why did Massachusetts you know, approve? Out- if it a sign. if, if, if so
1: many people are upset about it, why did the effort to try to repeal the driver's license for immigrants fail so miserably?
0: Because we have people that are just, going to work every day and coming home and having supper and trying to enjoy a little bit of time. They don't want to get all wrapped up. We vote for people to hopefully take our best interest, the country's best interest, at heart. And I don't think people, you know, I don't think uh, the best interest of America and the United States and its citizens is, you know, I don't think no one really cares. I think everybody's just out for themselves. and
1: Well, I think we're going to agree on that. You know, have a great day, Tim. You as well. Take care. And uh, callers, hang on. We will get to you. I got to take a break. Back in a few. You know, it always happens. I was just about to go to the caller that was hanging on, just about to come back from the break, and the caller hang up, hung up. 508-996-0500 if you do want to call back. And uh, we have the entire next hour to take your phone calls as well. So we can do that as well. You know, I have another break to take in this hour. So if you want to hang on and wait until next hour, I understand. Uh, But what I will do is I'll take a few moments to talk to you about getting a good night's sleep. Because, hey, listen, some of us, we wake up in the morning, we don't feel our best, right? And that's no way to start your day. If you're waking up feeling like you just want to crawl back into bed, you probably didn't get a good night's sleep. That's why you want to crawl back into bed. I mean, maybe you got yourself a brand new Whirly Beds mattress and it's so comfortable you want to crawl back into bed and stay in there all day long because you love being on your Whirly Beds mattress so much. But if you get up and you say, I wish I could go back to bed, that's probably because you are not sleeping on a Whirly Beds mattress. You are not getting the perfect night's sleep with the perfect mattress for you. So head on over to Whirly Beds Factory Outlet on Pope's Island in New Bedford. Talk with the crew over there. They will help you find the mattress that will work for you. And as you know, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit of trial and error. You can try them all out before you buy them. You can lay on them. They let you lay on them. There's no worries about that. Nobody's going to tell you to get off the mattresses. They want you to feel the whirly difference. And if you want to see the whirly difference, you can actually walk back there and see them hand sewing the mattresses that are made right here in New Bedford. So even if your mattress is only a few years old, it's probably the reason why you're not waking up feeling refreshed. Head on over to Whirly Beds Factory Outlet and find the mattress that is perfect for you. All right. uh, I do have to take another break. Let me get that out of the way. When we come back, we can take some calls. We'll take some app chat messages. And, of course, we'll do it all throughout the next hour as well. All right.